Just, you know, purposely stub your toe. Purposely stub my, like, just yeah. kick a fucking. Yeah, just kick something. Just home. kick the, just kick the corner of your bed. Yeah. Can you imagine being like, I have anxiety. I want to go jam my toe. <laughs> your toes On a metal rod. Yeah. Break my fucking toes. Yeah. What happened? I got anxiety. <laughs> what the fuck is that got to do with it? And then you can't walk and then, yeah. And then. Yeah. And like, you're like, I have a blood clot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not, a, you're not a trash bag yet. We're fucking trash bags. No, we're not. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to me. I'm listening. Just for those that can't see us, he's scrolling the whole time on his phone as I'm talking. I feel I'm li- like I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to the audience at this point. Yeah, you're uh, whoever the fuck is listening. Uh, anyways, I just say it like that, like nobody's listening. So, um, then with my anxiety, I was like, "Yes, Jessica, you have to go to that appointment tomorrow." What are we gonna say to these people? I have no fucking idea. But you have a fucking leg to stand on with them. Why do you say that? Because they prescribed you shit to take and you don't take it. Well, at the same time, their psychologist or whoever, the therapist through them told me um, to maybe not take it because it's like episodic. Like it only happens. episodic. It's not like a daily fucking thing. Yeah. So if I don't need it daily, don't start taking a daily medication. Mm. Um, so it's just, it's dumb. I, my anxiety just fucking throws me through so much, puts me through so much shit, throws me through all kinds of fucking physical things that I'm like, okay, is this a symptom of something serious or is this my anxiety? Is this linked to this or is it linked to that? Or am I just fucking crazy? Mm. So when they return with a, you're crazy again, what are you going to do? Ask for um, Ativan. Fair enough. Okay, well then can you provide me with relief until this fucking shit ends? Until it, until it subsides? Yeah, because this isn't fun. Well, you didn't break down how this episode's going to be any different than the other one. Oh, so this episode's going to be different because we are once again leaving town. We are going on vacation. We're going to go to, well, we're staying in Huntington Beach, but we're going to go see Morgan Wallen. In L.A. And we're not going to be... I think that people are like, man, these motherfuckers just got a shit ton of money. Oh, we don't. No, no, I don't have anywhere near enough money. We just make it happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, do I stress? Yeah. I'm looking at how much money I have to pay and I'm like, fuck. Pay for what? The hotel. Give me my hat. I want to wear it while we do this. Um, which you still owe me money for this. Yeah. And that's why I don't take it is because I haven't given you the money for it. Well, tomorrow's the last day. How's tomorrow the last day? Because I leave Thursday morning. Well, I bring money with me. Are you just going to fucking leave it here? I can. Oh yeah. I'd have to take it. Oh no, you could take it because you're driving. Um, it's a really good, cool hat. I know, I like it. Um, anyways, so what we're doing is we're going to record a little bit longer today. We're going to cut it in half. Part one, part Part two. one, part two, just so that we have shit covered for Monday because we're not going to be here to do it. And I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Yeah, because you're fucking... That's how you know you're bad because you're like planning your anxiety. I, exactly. I'm planning for tomorrow to be a shit show. Yeah. Between going to my doctor's appointment, dealing with the anxiety of, and the aftermath of that, and whatever they tell me there, and then uh, having to pack. And I will say the hardest thing about having anxiety is putting on a face like everything's fine so that mm-hmm. my kids don't trip. Yeah. I was in bed by nine o'clock last night and my kids were like, what the fuck is were going you asleep? on? Uh, I said, good night at night. Like by nine o'clock, I said, I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to say good night just in case I fall asleep. Oh. And then, um, 
Yeah, I put it on 60 Days In. Why? And I, I, That's why you got anxiety. You watch that stupid fucking show. <laughs> it makes me, like, it's easy to watch. It's interesting enough to watch where it takes all my attention. And then I was, I was able to fall asleep to it. Maybe your anxiety. I, I uh, have like not a, a revelation, but I was like, maybe that's what it is. Is just scrolling social media all day, like right. the effect that has. I would say maybe, except I know all my triggers have to do with my health. And yeah, me too, but then also like subconsciously like you see everybody posting about how good their day is and you're like i don't feel as good as they do (laughs) (laughs) why don't i feel good there have been times where my anxiety is that bad where i can't be on social media because i can't stand seeing and this sounds so shitty but i can't stand seeing people happy happy and going about their days like there's nothing it's like you're so naive you're so lucky like no they're not naive they just are fortunate that they don't have anxiety. I would, I would love to know what it's like to like have something happen and you not freak out about it. And I do think, you know, part of the anxiety is like, we did have to rush Sadie to the emergency room. It was a scary situation. I didn't really deal with it or process it. Cause I, I was on Ativan at the time. So I was chill. And I think, I think that plays a part in it. I think another part is a lot of what concerns me now is the shit that concerned me literally the night before Mario died. So it's like, there's, I think there's a lot that is going into it. Like if I really want to break it down and like fucking be a therapist for myself, like there's. I don't think it's a healthy thing, right? Being a therapist for yourself. You just run around in circles and never figure anything out. It just spiral. Just let all the thoughts. What are you going to do? All the thoughts go through my head from point A to point Z. And it's just, it's a big, long spiral. And like a lot of my, my anxiety, obviously, like I said, it's a health, right? But it was always, um, my kids are too little. I need to be around for them. I can't die. Like, I need to make sure I'm fine because I can't die. And this all started when Mario was still alive. Like, this was one of my biggest concerns and one of my biggest anxieties. And then now they only have me. It's just me. So now it's almost like it's more intense when something little happens. It's like, okay, well, we need to make sure that this isn't something serious. We need to catch it now. Before it gets out of hand. Yeah. But then nothing's happening. Yeah. It's hard to convince yourself of it. Yeah. It's hard. Um, I don't know, because when when I'm fine and I'm not going like in the heat of the moment, like I could sit down logically and be like, Jessica, like everything you're experiencing is your anxiety. Yeah. If you really pay attention Every symptom you feel, it is in the midst of a fucking attack. Sure, I have little things here or there throughout the day, but it's all really bad when I'm in the middle of a fucking attack or right after. And so 
rational. I, I can see that. But then when you're in it, you're like, this isn't normal. The, well, no one should feel this way. This isn't normal to feel like this. There's no way. But at what point, like, you're like, well, we've been here before. Um, or does it never get to that point? It gets to that point, but then sometimes the anxiety is so powerful that it tells you or it tells your brain that was then, but this is now. Mm. Well, everything was fine then, but what about now? Do you ever feel kind of fucked? All the time. I didn't finish what I was (laughs) saying. Like, like a lot of people that go through anxiety lose weight. (laughs) And we go through anxiety and we don't. Um... Maybe we need to get our thyroids checked. That could be an issue too, but I they've checked my thyroid so many times. Yeah, that's right. Um, but then again, that was then. What about now? Oh, God. Uh, no, I won't let that bother me because, I yeah, they test my thyroid all the time. Um, I have lost a lot of weight from anxiety, but it, there, it also... It's tricky because um, for me, like when my anxiety is really bad, I don't eat. I can't eat. Um... But at the same time, your body produces a lot of cortisol and cortisol makes it hard for you to lose weight. And you'll actually gain weight in your stomach. Nice. So that's why you want to try to um, be stress free. Be yeah, for one reason. Yeah. But why you want to try to control your stress and control those hormones. Um, Do you understand cutting? Yeah. I get it now. 100%. It makes I, perfect sense. I completely understand why people do it. And I, I think I said on one of the earlier episodes that um, when my anxiety was at its all-time worst, there was one point where I felt like I was just going to go insane. And I wanted anything, anything to take my mind off of what I was thinking about. So I started scratching my arm hella hard. And it was like, I like stopped myself because it's like, this is why people cut. Yeah. Like I get it now because I was like, let me just feel any kind of pain so that my body focuses on that pain and it's not focusing on whatever the fuck's going in my head. Um, and, and in that moment it scared me and I, I didn't do it again after that. Cause I was like, okay, Jessica, you are, you have reached, You've a, reached low. a low. Yeah. I would cut myself to lose weight. <laughs> How would that work? Lose blood. Oh, my God. No. And then just hop on the scale and be like. Just, you know, purposely stub your toe. Purposely stub my, like, just yeah. kick a fucking. Yeah, just kick something. Just kick the, just kick the corner of your bed. Yeah. Can you imagine being like, I have anxiety. I want to go jam my toe. <laughs> your toes. On a metal rod. Yeah. Permanently. Break my fucking toes. Yeah. What happened? I got anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that got to do with it? And then you can't walk, and then, yeah, and then... Yeah, then you're, like, you're like, I have a blood clot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've thought? I just feel like if you had a blood clot, you would know. Well, that's my thing. I feel like if I had any disorders that I think that I have or had, like, I would for sure 100, 100% know. Yeah. But then... You would. You're like, my hair is falling out excessively. I think I have cancer because I've lost 30 pounds too. 
I think that's pretty much how it goes. It's not like, I mean, I don't know, but like when people are like, oh, they got diagnosed, like you, like, oh, blah, 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 was diagnosed with X, Y, and Z, whatever. It's like, okay, so they felt some, they obviously felt something to go get tested. It wasn't just yeah. like they went to a random checkup. It's like, all right, how, how long were you feeling it before? Mm-hmm. And the good thing about you is like, if you ever actually do have something, you're going to catch it pretty early. Yeah, because I live at the Because you, yeah. The fucking, yeah. It's so bad that the MA for my doctor knows me and she sees me. How have you been? How are you? How's your daughter doing? Yeah, Yeah. that's bad. bad. (laughs) But I love it at the same time. I love that she knows me well enough to like, she knows that when I'm there, we can't take my blood pressure right away. She knows that like I need a minute to just chill because I have white coat syndrome for whatever reason. Like I could be chill in the waiting room. And as soon as they call my name, fucking anxiety skyrockets like oh we got that crazy bitch coming in yeah exactly so i'm i'm glad that the doctor that i'm seeing tomorrow is not my regular doctor it's a different doctor on a completely different floor so i'm not going to see anybody that i saw last week um so i i i like that i like the idea too that it's like the ethnicity yes can i guess what i have two guesses okay indian yeah all right um, do you think in other parts of the country that's as prevalent as it is here? Where it's I like no Dr. Idea. Williams. That's a good question. I don't know. When we took Sadie to the doctor in Fresno, it was pretty diverse. Like the, or not the doctor, but the ER, like people working there were all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of most of my doctors are Indian. Yeah, mine too. And I love them all. They've all have no, been, yeah. they've been great doctors. No, I want the best. It's like you know the whole like we need to hire more women. It's like to make it equal. Yeah, it's let's like, hire the best. Of, and yeah, if I'm going to a doctor, I'm not gonna be like fucking give me a woman. Yeah, like give me the fucking best one. Yeah. You got to perform my knee surgery? I don't give a shit with what ethnicity you are. Just fuck, who's the best one? Yeah. Give me that person. Yep. And then sometimes, though, the fucking, the nurse practitioners, they're better than the doctors. How does that make sense? They, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they feel they have more to prove. I don't know if, I don't know. They seem to be more at- attentive and... um not more knowledgeable, but it's almost like they're they're willing to listen to you more and like really. Oh, because they don't fucking got their nose up in the air because they went to medical school like they did. I guess I don't know, but because um, like a, a, like a resident physician, like they don't really do shit, right? Like realistically, on the scale of like doctors, they're at the bottom. Yeah, I think I don't know how that works. Well, they're just fucking seeing you and being yeah. like, oh, you have this. Now, knowledgeable for sure. Yeah. But also, like, you're not performing surgery, right. bud. You refer me to a specialist. You're referring, like, you didn't have to perform surgeries to, like, you know, get here. Right. You're going to then refer me to somebody who obviously is, like, it's if I was like, can I see your manager? And then exactly. And yeah, then I'm going to go right. see that person. Yeah. True. And it does suck. 
when you have an HMO insurance plan like Kaiser or just any regular HMO, how you have to almost lie and over-exaggerate what your symptoms are before they will refer you to a specialist. Mm. You have to jump through hoops a lot of the time before they're like, oh, okay, well. I, I just always exaggerate it. See, Actually, I, so don't, I don't go to the, because if I'm going to the doctor, I'm not going to the doctor and be like, I was fucking breathing funny the other day. I'm like, dude, I, I haven't, I haven't been able to breathe for three weeks. And then, like, what are we doing? Something's yeah. happening. Yeah. So, I live in a weird place, obviously, in my head where part of me is always like, okay, we got to go in and we got to over-exaggerate everything so that we could get the proper treatment and care, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, my anxiety, even though I know I'm exaggerating, the moment they tell me, okay, we need to get these tests done and we're going to need to do this and this and this, my anxiety is through the roof. Like, yeah, I'm glad we're going to get these tests, but fuck, if those are my symptoms and now you feel like I need to get tested, then something really is wrong. Like, I don't know. I'm weird in that sense. So it's like part of me wants to go in there and exaggerate things, but then part of me also wants to be like, yo, I have fucking anxiety and this is what's happening. You probably lead with that. Tomorrow, I've I've had really bad anxiety and like kind of feel like I got MS and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. Go home. And I hope that's what they do. They're like, oh, so you got dizzy and your arm, your fingers tingle. Fucking go home. You're fine. Yeah. And and that's what I hope happens. But also I want, um, reassurance, reassurance that you're fucking fine. That, yes, sure. That, but also I would like a refill of my prescription. Is that that the problem with people that are anxious? You just you don't have the ability to reassure yourself. Yeah. Because your brain. So my thing is, is if I had all the tests done and they said I was fine, my anxiety would be gone instantly. I feel like anxiety for us is like. I don't know, like, people who don't have anxiety are, like, ugly people who have confidence. <laughs> like, you look at him, like, there was a guy at, a pool, at the pool party. Uh-huh. I remember I pointed him out. Uh-huh. I was like, he is fucking, I, I don't know if he's, like, famous or something, but he was, like, gaming bitches up. And I was like, he's not attractive at all. Like, I, so, like, I could look at a guy and be like, he's an attractive guy. Mm-hmm. But this dude was not. And he was like talking to every chick i mean he's trying to i mean i guess confidence is half the battle right but and i don't know how many times he struck out that day but like the fact that he walked out that day and was like yeah i'm gonna pull today i'm like you're not gonna pull today yeah but then there was a bad chick who like i mean yeah she was cute and they were talking and then he started talking to another girl and then she was just like waiting to give him her number i was like that's so dumb he's you're way out of his league. <laughs> so it's like, uh, fucking, where do you get that confidence from? Right. Because I guarantee that guy didn't have anxiety. Yeah. Because he would have never, because I would have never did what he was doing. I would have never worn what he was wearing. Because he didn't look good in it either. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand the, the level of confidence some people have in themselves. Like fat chicks who are just like, yeah, I'm the baddest. I'm a 10. Yeah, if we put a one in front of you, you're a 10. <laughs> but you're not a 10 at all. 
but yeah, like you said, like, and for those people, like, good for them for having all that confidence. Like, no, I fuck wish, them. No, fuck them. I wish I had that confidence. No, no, no I don't because I would, I, I would have died already. <laughs> Somebody's boyfriend would have killed me. Okay. I will say. What do you mean somebody's boyfriend would have killed you? I would have talked to the wrong chick. Oh, okay. Or something. I would have done something stupid. I'm glad we clarified that because I was going to go down a different road and it would not have made sense. Okay. Okay, so I'm glad we clarified that aspect of it. Um, Anyways, so people without anxiety are like ugly people with confidence? With confidence. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not, no. I'm just saying that like people... I guess that I don't know exactly you're putting words in my mouth. What I meant was like those people clearly can't they don't have anxiety. Right. They can't. They're not even self aware enough to fucking know that they're not attract like, dude, you seen the guy. Like I'm good on him, you know? But there was another guy there that I've mentioned on this podcast. I was like, dude, fucking have all the confidence because you should. And he did. And I understood that one, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand that guy. Like I didn't understand the the first guy I'm talking about, and then the Nipsey Hustle guy. I understood <laughs> that confidence, right? Right, like well put together guy. I get it, right? But the other dude, I'm like, I mean, you're six three, so I guess you got that, and you're black, so they probably like he probably got a pretty big dick. It's probably what he they probably thought, or he maybe was he an knows athlete. he does, and he's like, fucking, I'll tear that bitch up, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should just, like, pretend I do, too. You should. But then they'll be like, what the fuck is that? It's a tic-tac to freshen okay, your breath. Okay, let's... We're not going to do that, because that's not, you know... <laughs> it's not the actual size? No, no, no. No. Not... First of all, if I had it... I could tell you this with 100% certainty. If my dick was the size of a tic-tac, I would no longer be here. <laughs> I don't think you would be a male. No, I would have transitioned a long time ago. Would have been a lot easier. Yeah, I'd be like, my, what do you mean? That's my clit. That's my clit. <laughs> <laughs> you just said my vagina showed sewn shut. Yeah, it was a, a weird looking <laughs> pussy you got. Like, no, my, the hole's just farther back. Where's your asshole? Fucking weird. I don't have one. I was born without one. I was one. born without one, yeah. You should see my, uh, what is it, a colonoscopy bag? Or a, what do they call it? A colonoscopy bag? A colostomy a, bag? Or something or a, shit. I don't know how the fuck like they that. say it. Yeah, Anyways, col- it's a bag that you collect your poop in. Which is fucking, I mean, like, do you have to push? You have- I don't know. Because when you have a catheter in. Oh, trust me, we're, I'm going through that now. Not me. But I'm witnessing somebody who does have one. Yeah. And like, like. It's the weirdest thing. Well, I don't know. Well, like when I had the kids. But and nobody talks about like how like. There's just pee strapped to their leg. That. Okay. Well, I was talking about more like when I was in the hospital when I had the kids. And I had. Um, I had a urine bag or whatever with a catheter. And I remember being in there and one of my friends commented on. Oh, he just went in your bag and I'm like, are you like, that's so you didn't awkward. Feel it? No, that's because sick. you have the catheter in. So it just like, so it's like it just out? drains. Yeah. It's like a chick with a loose puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you in yet? 
that's weird. Like, and then just like stay like. If you have a, if you have one of those bags, like definitely stay home. Or find a way to really hide it. But there's shit bags. Uh huh. <sighs> that's tough. Yep. Just like you, so you don't know you're taking a shit either. I have no idea. Like you have to push. If it's anything like that, then I'm. They probably don't know when Fucking, it's gonna. That'd be pretty cool, I think. If I just like shit just fell out of you and you, ate, you feel, why do I feel so light right now? You look down at the bag, you're like, there it is. <laughs> you didn't feel like your leg warming up when the piss fell out. No, because the bag they have it strapped to the bed. Oh. So when you're in the hospital, they they strap it like oh, under okay. the bed or some shit like that. And you, that's yeah, that's cool. I guess. It's interesting. Like, no desire to pee at all? You don't feel... There's no urge to pee. There's nothing. It just... It's just like... It bags full. Out, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I hope that I never have to experience that, because then that means they would have to put a catheter, like... I think putting a catheter in a guy's dick is significantly harder than putting a catheter in a woman. Why? Well, because if I knew I had a catheter coming... It'd be like trying to put, like, I, I don't know, my dick would get so small. I'd be like, I swear to God, it's never this small. It's because you're trying to put a fucking catheter in me. I get it. So it, it shrinks up. Like, well, you're supposed to put a catheter in a, we're supposed to put a catheter in a male, but looks like there's a woman in this room. <laughs> so, no, my dick just went inside of me. It's a fish that thing out. And then my, it, I, Something I think about often, I don't even know why. Like, if when I'm older and I gotta go to the hospital, if I got like a hot nurse, like I don't, it's, I don't think it's the same. It's got to be the same for women as for men. But like, fucking, I mean, I don't want to fuck an eighteen year old, but I can still acknowledge when they're hot. Like, women don't do that. Like, oh, he's a baby. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, well, we don't know because you guys are all whores. We fucking don't know how old they are. Like, how fucking old is she? What if she graduated in two years from college? No, they're high school. I'm like, well, I just wasted 30 minutes of my life. <laughs> girls these days are definitely different than the girls from my generation. Oh, sure, but then people, dudes that are 60 right now were saying that shit 20 years ago. 30 years ago. Whatever. Not 30 because you would have been six. So that would have been weird. <laughs> but like 20 years ago when they were like in their mid thirties, like there's no guy that drives by high school and then sees like, there's at least one girl when there's for sure an 18 year old in the world that if a guy seen her, he'd be like, Holy shit. Probably. And it doesn't even have, here's the thing. It's not even that she's cute. It's just that she has huge tits. Like that's the how body. Yeah. Just a tight bod. And you got to go home and see your 50-year-old wife just in an oversized shirt. Man, you're making, making me feel great. Making fucking a half-ass dinner for you. Well. And it's just how And I you know what? But then there's your 50-year-old wife that's like, fuck. Here's this guy with his yeah, little you, saggy balls. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. All he does is and drink. And dick that doesn't get hard anymore. Yeah, all he does is drink and bitch. I'm like, yeah. Fucking, it's because I'm married to you. It's fucked up. 
Well, I mean, we need to. I think there should be an island that we send women to when they hit 40. Five. 45. I'd like a couple more years with Shannon. <laughs> and just send them because they all get fucking miserable. Men do too. Nah, we're pretty fun. That's fine. why they had a whole movie called Grumpy Old Men. We're, we're pretty fun though. Even, dude, here's the thing a grumpy old woman is fucking terrible to be around. Trust me, we have plenty of them in our family. A grumpy old man is entertaining. Like he's being mildly racist, which is kind of entertaining. Not that I support it, but it's kind of funny sometimes because I know he doesn't mean it. And they're just bitching about like shit. It's, they're just fun to be around. The older men get, the funnier they get. Women just like, they're interesting at like 25 and it's a steady decline. You guys don't learn anything new. That is you so rude. progressively cut your hair shorter. Start all, Every woman at 70 years old turns into a fucking lesbian. <laughs> you cut your hair short. You wear loose shirts. You wear open-toed sandals all the time. <laughs> fucking you gave up on life. With capris. Yeah, you got capris on for what? You got tan ankles and your knees are white as fuck. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And even and for guys, you're like, oh, he's bald. Yeah, but he's a good, he looks good bald. Not all men. No, I didn't say all men. There's exceptions to the rule. When I was on all those dating apps... Um, my biggest fear is that I'm going to lose my hair before I find somebody and then I'll just never find somebody because then my confidence will be shot. I get it. Yeah. Uh, when I was on those dating apps, um, I don't know. I just couldn't swipe on people that were bald or that didn't have hair. You know what I mean? Like shaped yeah, short. Like a big, it was just like a big old shiny head. What if, what if it was just like a guy who decided he wanted... He just shaves his head to a zero all the time. Makes no sense to me. Well, fucking not to me either, but people do it. Like, uh, you know what? I don't know. I was going to say my philosophy is have hair while you have it. Like, keep it, do it, style it while you have it because there's going to come a day where you don't have it. Yeah, I'll grow my fucking pubes out then. Let's not do that. Huh? I said, let's not do that. Yeah, but fucked up is like, dudes got to worry about losing their hair. Women do too. No, you don't. Not not fucking really. It's called male pattern baldness for a reason. There's no female pattern baldness. But there is. No, there's no such thing. It's that bitch went bald. She fucked her life up somehow. Here's the thing. If you see a bald man, you're not like, he's going through chemo. If you see a bald woman, you're like, what's she going through? <laughs> I wouldn't want <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to think that about me regardless. No, I know. They give you a <laughs> trigger your anxiety. Speaking so hey, you're so fucked up in the head that if you if we like did a challenge, you're like, I'm shaving my head for charity. You'd wake up the next morning and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Did I jinx myself? Am I gonna go through chemo? Yeah, like, you'd do some stupid shit like that. So, but okay, let's talk about. Uh, well, I don't know if it's stupid shit, but yesterday when me and you were talking about my anxiety, you said, Jessica, when you start having your anxiety, you know what I think about? And I said, What? And you said, Am I gonna die? Yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. I don't like that. <laughs> 
So then today. Oh, here we go. Thanks. I'm talking to my you mom. You toast today? No, no, no. Today, my mom, talking to my mom about it. And By she the way, goes, my finger is tingling really bad right now. Like, it fa- it's falling asleep. And guess what I'm not doing? Panicking. Yeah, because, you know, it's the. Do you panic when well, you don't take shits? I would say, if you took shits, sometimes your legs fall asleep on the toilet. I would panic. I would wonder if there's something, a pinched nerve or Wait, something. It went away, yeah. it went away already. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so I was talking to my mom this morning, and she goes, you know what, Jessica, it just kind of freaks me out when you go through moments like this because I wonder, like, who's going to die? Am I going to die? Who's going to die? See? And I started laughing. I was like, Jacob said the same thing. Now, backstory, because I don't know if we ever talked about this, but... Oh, so when I was younger, like, uh, when my anxiety would peak, like there were things I would experience, like I would smell certain smells, um, my anxiety would get bad. Wait, what smells were they? They were always different. So Uh. the first time it happened, I smelled cologne and it was a man that died. And then the second time I kept smelling dirt and, um, person that died was mario's cousin who was murdered and they buried him in a field um and then another time i smelt bo and it was another man that passed away was it a smelly man not that i remember but i, I just kept smelling bo um so was i had like all of these wait, things what was happen. this one what what was the bo uh, it was a long, it was a long time ago. Oh, let me know if you smell like alcohol or cigarettes. That's like a clear indicator that I'm going. No. Anyway. Start smelling vodka. Just let me know. I'm going to check myself into a home. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, yeah, I would go through these things and like people would die afterwards and so my mom's like I just when things like this happen I always think about when you were younger and you would start crying because you're like oh my god someone's gonna die and then someone would die <laughs> she's like so when this shit happens I always think okay who's ne- who's next and I'm like don't I I don't like that I don't yeah I don't like that at all at least tell them well if I knew who it was or if that was really what was going to happen I would for sure tell someone and my mom was like well you know they say that sometimes mediums they will feel what the other person is feeling and maybe that's what's happening to you it's like you're feeling the ailments of someone else and I'm like so I have MS (laughs) I hope not well you're feeling the ailments of somebody I don't myself Brian not me no yes you just take care of him Sorry, Brian. But I'd rather it be him than me. I'd still be, I'd his, fr- be, I'd still be his friend. No, no. I, yeah, obviously, let's hope that you're just losing your shit. I am losing my shit. Yeah. We're going to put you in a home. Uh, Can you that- imagine we put you in a home at 37? You know what I think? I'm like, fuck. I haven't been with Brian for that long. And I'm already putting him through this shit. Like, I'm this poor guy. Oh, he should he should leave. But if he doesn't, then he's a keeper. He should leave. Yeah, well, I would have left already. That's fucked. I wouldn't have done half the work he's done. He's been like looking into it and shit. He had. He's. Um, hey, he's but the poor guy. His fucking hair's turning gray. Just being <laughs> with you. That, that one was for him. That was for him. 
Well, like yesterday, you said we need to get him an, uh, an, uh, emotional, an emotional support vest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Register him as an emotional support animal. Yeah. You take him anywhere you want with you. Does it mean have to buy he won't have to go to ticket. work? Huh? Does it mean he won't have to go to work? For, Does it have to be with works. me? He's, pro- he's probably going to need to be full. I think you need to go to work. I think that's what we need to do for you. <sighs> I've been thinking about it. Yeah, let's go like in and out. I need to do something that doesn't Speaking require my hands. <laughs> okay. So time behind your back. I mean, let's be honest. Let's think of a job that doesn't require hands. And there's none. No, I so, mean, like, that, that doesn't require, like, with what I do now, I'm con- like holding a camera, photo shooting, yeah. and then editing. Like, if I went back and was a substitute. Does that require that requires your hands? I write a little bit here and there. Well, you want one that doesn't require your feet either? Shut up. I just mean something that doesn't require the same repetitive motion all day. Okay. But you can do it during sex. <laughs> so. Actually, I haven't been because... Oh, because you don't want your... I'm giving my hands a break. Okay. I was going to say something that got me off of it with this talk of masturbating or jerking yeah there was one night he was like, oh, okay 